The following Parkinson's Path podcast is provided by Leanna Marie with All About Parkinson's and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders Radio and we are here with Leanna Marie, our wonderful expert on Parkinson's and you know, I so appreciated our last segment when we talked about happiness because it is important. Um, but now we're going to kind of tone it down. And Leanna, I wanted you to talk about depression because it's a real thing. Sadly, it is a real thing and it definitely can be involved in, you know, whenever there's a serious diagnosis. But again, I guess my question for you, Leanna, is how do we determine is it a symptom of Parkinson's? Can depression be, or is it just an you know a side effect? Right. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. And um, yeah, this is a big, big topic, and it certainly is something that a lot of people bring up when it comes to Parkinson's. And that's been one of the biggest questions: is is it, like you said, is it something that happens with Parkinson's, or is it something that happens as a result of Parkinson's? Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact. Initially, um, we we doctors, researchers were thinking, well, they weren't sure um, 100%. And thankfully, a lot of research has been put into the last 10 years, even 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 closer to five years, has we've made huge discoveries. And in fact, they're finding out it is uh, officially a symptom. It's a it's um it's not a reaction to the illness as much as it is. A part of the underlying illness. So, Interesting. although it's it makes sense that if you got Parkinson's, you would be sad. Um, sure, you know people go through that, but that's a big difference between there's a big difference between sad from your initial diagnosis to mm-hmm. being clinically depressed. Right. Yeah, and so what they're finding is um, like up to fifty percent, maybe even more, are are people with Parkinson's are are being diagnosed as clinically depressed. And that is attributed to many reasons, but mostly the chemical imbalance that, that's happening in your brain as a result of, of the, disease. the disease. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And it's and so and, and then one of the things that they've been looking at is does depression look the same in someone with Parkinson's as it does just someone who's got who's been diagnosed <laughs> clinical depression? And the answer is Yes and no. Um, very similar things. Like if if you were clinically depressed, you would notice, um, you know, concentration problems, your mood, low mood, um, mm-hmm. fatigue. You lose your appetite. Those kind of things. Um, decreased sexual interest. These are things that are common that that you would see in someone who's clinically depressed, and also with someone who's got Parkinson's. These are very common. One of the things, though, they say you might not see is. Um, in someone with Parkinson's is it might not be uh, all the time, every day. Um, they might come in and out of this depression, whereas someone... And is that due to the stimulus outside or is that chemically? Yeah, and I think, and again, not being a doctor, but the, this ongoing research is saying because because of the chemical imbalance, it could be um, going with your disease. So let's say, you know, related to the timing mm-hmm. of your medications or... Um, stress factors, et cetera, that can make you kind of come in and out of this depression. Um, but it certainly is by far, it's the number one now, they're saying it's the number one symptom. Um, depression is the number one symptom in Parkinson's that's negatively affecting quality of life, more so than motor symptoms. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. So now now the big push is to let's learn more about this um, <clears throat> major symptom that we haven't mm-hmm. been talking about mm-hmm. and it's a 
as you know, there's a lot of stigma surrounding talking about depression, which mm-hmm. is why I really wanted to talk about this in the first place. Well, you know, you bring up a really valid point <clears throat> because any kind of disease that it w- would affect the brain, mm-hmm. um, certainly, I just now this is me being a not a doctor or anything, but it's just a rationale. You would, it makes sense that if you're off chemically in your brain, that depression could certainly be an issue. Right, so any kind of disease. Yeah, so the the chemical, these particular chemical imbalance that, so the dopamine that's lost in your in your Mm -hmm. brain Mm -hmm. as a result of Parkinson's, not only does it affect your motor systems, it affects your mood, and so that's that's something that they're learning. And well, we know that um, we knew that before. We just didn't realize how much it was affecting um, in terms of a full-on symptom of Mm -hmm. being depression. Mm -hmm. And, um, and this is the thing because, and this is why, again, I want to talk about it because it's so serious in that it's so sad really that people are, um, literally losing their lives to, to depression. We know we've talked about that when we have uh, mental health awareness month and Mm -hmm. suicide prevention, um, and that's separate to Parkinson's, but imagine you have this chemical imbalance and you didn't even know about it and you weren't aware that this was a symptom that, that you could possibly have with Parkinson's. Sure. So you're not even identifying it with yourself. Um, and then you get to this space where you think there's no way out and then um, tragically you take your own life. And and again, <clears throat> this where I was just reading about Rob Williams the other day and and sadly we knew that he had taken his life and a lot of people weren't didn't weren't aware that he had been diagnosed with Parkinson's. I think that more and more people are becoming aware that he was uh, actually diagnosed with Parkinson's only a few months before he passed away. Um, and then later, they actually, when they did the autopsy, realized he had Lewy body dementia. But there were chemical imbalances and mm-hmm. reasons why he was experiencing. Um, he was having paranoia, anxiety, um, major insomnia. He had symptoms that were presenting like Parkinson's, like he had some uh, problems, constipation and uh, losing his sense of smell. There was lots of things that were presenting as Parkinson's, so that's why he was initially diagnosed that way. Um, and I have read that there is a lot of similarities between Lewy body dementia and Parkinson's. Yeah. I mean, sometimes is it like they are related in some yeah, way? Yeah, and so what I, we talk about <clears throat> Parkinson lookalikes, mm-hmm. and that's one of the lookalikes. Even wow. though it ends up not being, um, and it often depends on which symptom presents first. And I guess in Robin Williams' case, the doctor said it was Parkinson's because he did have these these things are presenting um, that looked like Parkinson's. Awesome. And we are talking again to Leanna Marie, who is the um, author of Everything You Need to Know About Parkinson's. And you are amazing. You've you've got new books coming out and all kinds of stuff. So Leanna. Um, I'm so glad you're here to talk about this subject. It's such an important, um, important, important uh, thing to talk about because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people aren't, they don't want to talk about it. You yeah. know, they like you said, it's the depression thing is like something that you don't want to admit to. Right. And it's, you know, what's funny is that it's not funny, but interesting to me that people will say, <laughs> you know, um, you know, you wouldn't say, I'm going to get rid of my tremor by being positive. You know, we're going to take some medication right. to help you with that tremor. But somehow there's this, well, you know, you're just you just feeling low. Just mm-hmm. feel better. It's okay. You can do better. It's just your mind. Mind yeah. over matter, right? And unfortunately, that's not the case. No, and if you're clinically depressed, you need 
you need physical treatment. You need, whether it's uh, psychotherapy, counseling, a combination of that, and possibly medications. Right. And one of the key things that actually, if you have Parkinson's, you may already know about this, that a lot of the antidepressants that are, are prescribed, though there's a warning that says, hey, be careful, these can counteract contradict with your Parkinson medication. So people have been afraid oh, to wow. take antidepressants because of fear of the side of it. Yeah. So, so, but now fortunately, um, that's actually becoming less and less of, of a problem. Um, and again, you have to talk to your doctor specifically, but the key is that you acknowledge that you have it in the first mm-hmm. place. And mm-hmm. as a caregiver, that you're looking for signs for that in your loved one. If your loved one has Parkinson's, that you're looking for those signs that... that, that and early signs, I would correct. imagine. Yeah, so like you're just looking for things like, say your loved one normally was uh, really fond of going outside and doing fun things, um, and now all of a sudden they're not looking forward to going outside anymore, or they generally are just in a lower mood than you would than you would expect them to be S- things like that they're they're that you may b- want to mm-hmm. pay attention to um you know they're no longer interested in going and hanging out with friends or that kind of thing so those are the things that you want to if you're a caregiver take notice of and be a part of their life in terms of um going to the doctor with them and listening right. you know just you know staying connected with them Offering some things that I've found offering to go exercise with them. Like nobody, yeah. a lot of people don't like to exercise, let alone when you're feeling depressed. It's the last thing you want to do. So offer to go for the walk with them or offer to um, just give them options, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the more options. Um, and, um, you know, again, to, to, to acknowledge that it's okay. It's not their fault. This is part mm-hmm. of the disease. Like mm-hmm. if you say... Listen, that tremor is not part of you, not your fault. So mm-hmm. the the way you feel is also not your fault. That's the disease. Well, and I also understand too that you know when somebody's depressed, they're going to lash out at you, and they're going to hurt the person that they love the most. You know, and sometimes it's it's hard to not take things personally, but you can't take things personally. And I think, you know, yeah. that's the part I think that a caregiver doing their self care. That's a whole other side of it that we yeah. can talk about later. But it's really, you know, when you're taking care of a loved one that has depression in any form, Mm -hmm. it's to keep that, you know, mantra available that not only you're looking for those signs that you can catch them early, but also to don't take it personal. Right. Exactly. For you to understand. And this is, again, a huge reason why we got to keep talking about depression and Parkinson's so that people are aware that it even Mm -hmm. is part of this disease mm-hmm. so that people go oh yeah because everybody knows a tremor everybody knows the shake oh and bake gosh, yes. we used to call the shake and bake mom my mom used to shake so much and um but we you know but did we ever talk about well that's I'm why sure. she's so sad well of course she's we just kept saying well she's sad because she got depressed she got she can no longer walk or she can no longer do this mm-hmm. that's why she's sad that's why she's depressed and yes that's part of it like i said before but in fact there's also a major chemical imbalance that's challenging her fighting against her to feel good you know that's amazing yeah so anyway so that's that's really what i wanted to talk about mostly is just to be aware for caregivers Mm -hmm. to be aware Mm -hmm. and for caregivers to also be attentive to their own depression that can can happen and so because that's a whole it's another topic what we can talk about but again if you are not self taking your care of yourself we know you can't take care of anybody else, no, so that's be aware true. that that can happen, and um, and it can happen quickly if you're not 
<laughs> paying attention. Absolutely. Before you know it, you wake up and you're Absolutely. like, oh, I'm depressed too. Yeah. So everyone, take care of yourself. Take care of your loved one. And be a good watchdog as far as those depressions. And Leanna, I'm looking forward to the next segment with you. Thank you. The preceding Parkinson's Path podcast is provided by Leanna Marie with All About Parkinson's and Answers for Elders Radio. To learn more about Leanna's story, her books, The Parkinson's Wall of Honor, and more, go to allaboutparkinson's.com. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.